The Bible teaches us that we who belong to God are like sheep, and we are cared for by Jesus, by the Spirit of God. We are watched over and shielded by Jesus, by the Spirit of God. And he speaks to us, and when he brings us out, he goes before us, and we follow him. And it also says we will not follow the voice of a stranger. That's interesting, isn't it? A man from our little church group went into his backyard one day, and he noticed his storage shed that was crammed full of stuff. And he thought, well, maybe I'll add another storage shed to store my stuff. And he immediately had this thought come to his mind. Why don't you just get rid of the stuff? When we heard that, when he shared that with us, we rejoiced. We knew it was God. See, we know the voice of God. Years ago, I attended a church in Dallas as a new Christian a married couple in the church quit their jobs to go to Israel to minister. A week later, after they went to Israel, they were back at church, and everyone was shocked. What happened? They said, well, it was just impossible for us to work in Israel. We didn't know the language. It was impossible. Some spirit had spoken to them and told them to go to Israel to minister. And they quit their jobs and went to Israel. I question that they were even born-again Christians having the Spirit of God. Because when you have the Spirit of God, you know the voice of God and you won't follow a stranger. That's what John 10 says. But if you are very religious and want to do works for God, you would be very quick to follow those strange voices that would have you do great things for God and impossible things for God. And then you would get into the situation, and what do you do then? But when Jesus is leading you, it is totally different from that of the Spirit. We should be able to recognize that of the Spirit. He tries to imitate God, but he's usually bringing up something that troubles us. He brings to our mind people who have been trouble and problems in the past. He, he brings to our mind that type of thing, hoping to get us to try to communicate with those troublesome people who have already rejected the scripture multiple times when we've tried to share with them. Don't follow that spirit. That's not the spirit of God. John 10. Let's look at that. Start at verse 1. Verily, verily, I say unto you, says Jesus, He that entereth not by the door unto the sheepfold, but climbeth up some other way, the same as a thief and a robber, but he that entereth in by the door 
is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the porter openeth, and the sheep hear his voice. And he calleth his own sheep by name, and leadeth them out. And when he putteth forth his own sheep, he goeth before them. And the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. Gee, don't we know the voice of the Holy Spirit? In 2020, I was considering having my front passenger seat of my 24-year-old car up reupholstered. I had broken my left hip twice. It's hard to sit on certain surfaces, and I was thinking of having it reupholstered. And to my mind came the following, or you could just buy a new car. Well, I never thought of buying a new car until then. Was that the voice of God? Absolutely. It was not telling me to do an impossible thing or do something that was going to put me in debt. I had just sold a house in Texas and had about a couple of hundred thousand dollars sitting in the bank. And I had no debt. So yes, I could easily buy a new car. God was leading me by His Spirit. I knew it was His Spirit. Jesus says, And when He putteth forth His own sheep, He goeth before them. And the sheep follow Him, for they know His voice. And a stranger will they not follow, but will flee from Him, for they know not the voice of strangers. When the spirit that is of the devil speaks, he is usually kind of trying to drive you to do something, force you to do something. When the spirit of God speaks, he's leading you, giving you an opportunity to choose a certain way. But it's not that driving spirit that the devil sends to try to destroy us. And a stranger, they will not follow says Jesus, but will flee from him, for they know not the voice of strangers. John 10.10 Jesus says, The thief cometh not but for to steal, and to kill, and to destroy. Sometimes devils will appeal to your ego by getting you to do some great thing that ends up destroying you. Jesus said, I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. Matthew chapter 11, verse 28. Jesus says, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. For I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Come unto me, says Jesus. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. See, the world's not like that. The world's yoke is very hard. You have to exalt yourself in the eyes of the world. You have to rise to the top and be better than everybody else and work 
very hard. But Jesus says, take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. One of the primary ways that I know when an idea is not from God is if it is terribly expensive to do it. And if it's extremely complex, I know it's another spirit trying to lead me in that direction. We who belong to God know his voice. Back to John 10, verse 27. Again, Jesus says, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. And I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish. Neither shall any pluck them out of my hand. No man, no thing will pluck us out of the hand of God. I and my Father are one. And he says, My Father which gave them me is greater than all, and none is able to pluck them out of my Father's hand. We hear his voice. We know when it is God speaking to us. I was very badly injured in December of 2018. I fell at my house in Texas. I fell on a tile floor. I was in the hallway, so I was at least six feet away from the telephone. I could not get up, and I couldn't even crawl without great pain. I had broken a hip and broken, very badly broken, a left wrist. I had to be able to crawl six feet at least to get to the phone. I started trying to crawl, and I just couldn't do it. But if I was going to lie there, there was no one due into my house until Monday, and I believe that was on a Wednesday night. And so I knew that I would be dead before anyone arrived at my house. And I heard an instruction from God. I knew it was the voice of God. What I heard was, you can do this. Meaning, you can crawl to this telephone. You can do it. Had I not heard that word, I don't believe I could have done it. But because I heard that word, I knew I could do it. Because I knew that was the voice of God. I did manage to get help. When the ambulance workers arrived at my house and put me on a gurney to take me to the hospital and we rolled past the front door, I heard another word. You'll never see this house again. I knew that was the voice of God. About six months prior to this, God had put it in my heart to live in a smaller space. I had a rather big house. I wanted to live in a smaller space, and I did not want to live alone. This had been put in my heart. So when I heard I would never see this house again, it didn't surprise me because God had already put it in my heart. And I knew that was the voice of God. I wasn't afraid. I wasn't concerned. I knew God would work out something for me. My sheep hear my voice. We do. We hear the voice of God. 
we hear it coming into our minds as in the form of a thought. And when it is a disturbing voice, when it's reminding us of someone we've had a bunch of trouble with, we know it's not the voice of God. God is not trying to disturb us. God's not trying to lead us into a place where it will be disastrous. God's yoke is easy. His burden is light. He sends his people out with joy and gladness. These are things that we know about God because we've had experience with God. And the voice of a stranger we will not follow. Thank you for allowing me to speak with you today.